Let's get some thoughts from Nathan Peterson and Kevin Green. Nate's a director of the derivatives at Schwab Center for Financial Research. Kevin's a senior derivatives manager at Charles Schwab. Afternoon, gentlemen. Okay, so we got a nice big rally here, Kevin. What do you think? Uh, we wanted some hawkish change in tone after all. Good for us? At least for today, we saw some pretty solid gains to the upside here. Uh, but Oliver, one thing I'm just continuing to take a look at here is going to be the VIX. The VIX is still at about 29, 29.3, think, I, I think the last time that I saw it. So it's pretty elevated VIX. Still pricing in some volatility here, but I think Nate probably will go over it. There's some you know, potential bright spots here when you look at the chart overall, but expect to see some uh, some moves to the upside and downside here probably for the next couple of days as we try to uh, navigate through the interest rate changes that we have seen. And then also some of the uh, Fed speakers coming out next week uh, and providing their commentary. We'll get another dose of Powell on Friday. Uh, so VIX pulls back from close to that one year high after Monday's sell off. And so that question that we keep asking, I think is worth another uh, a shot again here today, Nate, which is high. my favorite new game, high VIX or low VIX? Historical standards, high VIX. Recent standards, well, you know, uh, not terribly, terribly high. I mean, we've been able to hold 30 for like weeks on end. Yeah, certainly. And, and you know, down 10% down today. So that just tells me, you know, what, what Chairman Powell delivered is basically in line with what the market expected. I think there was you know, we, we definitely saw downdraft in equity markets that explain that rise in the VIX. But given that the VIX is down 10% today, yes, equity markets are, are up. That seems a little bit high. So I think the 75, that I think there was a you know 90-something percent chance. Last I saw, 75 was around 96% uh, for the July meeting there. And yeah, between 25 and 36 has kind of been uh, uh, the range that's there. So if you look at the near-term technicals, uh, we were getting a little bit, you know, oversold in the near term. We had some really strong down days on, you know, Thursday, Friday, heading into this week, and so we might be in one of those situations where you got to respect that we're still seeing lower highs and lower lows on the charts, and so we might be in one of those instances where, uh, you know, in, in bear markets, seems like it's three steps down, one step up, three steps down, one step up. We might be in a little bit of that one step up, and if we do, what I'd be looking for in the near term is maybe going up to that 3,900 level. That was essentially prior support, and if you're using technicals, you might uh, look at that and see how it reacts, and if it's going to maintain its bearish status, then you would expect it to reverse if and when it approaches that 3,900-ish level. Okay, I like that uh, S&P right now, uh, just below 38, a good one for us to think about uh, the possibilities and the ranges here. Uh, I've been watching the NASDAQ very closely just because of all the big tech focus there and the leadership on the way down. So the NASDAQ gets back to where it was last Friday. At one point today, this rally erased Monday's intraday losses so i mean that that's that's pretty notable not totally we did fall shy but that's the type of thing where you know if you look at like a, a, an intraday a five or ten day chart of the nasdaq there's kind of a little gap that we're sort of approaching from last friday that might be tough to get through kevin 
Definitely. We are kind of seeing that gap at this point in time. And I think the market right now is going to really wait for any type of earnings revisions that we do see. And we saw a fair amount coming from the technology side of the uh, of the economy here. So expect that to continue, uh, I would say, and, and see where we can go from there. But there might be some bottom feeders right now if you're looking at long-term investing. Uh, for those that may see a little bit of a value here for some of these tech stocks that have potentially gotten oversold here. And then some of the other sectors that we've been talking about for the last week, week and a half here. There might be some, this might be some form of an opportunity, but we got to also just keep in mind, interest rates are going to continue to go up and that will have an impact on some of these growth companies. So just keep that in mind here, but there, there can be a case being made here of a small bullish rally uh, as we are still in this pseudo bear market, if you will. Hey, S&P hit it, no pseudo, no more, but I guess we're flirting <laughs> with it now. You know, first we yeah. caught it at like 19%. Then we actually get the 20 and then uh, the formal bear and then we bounce right back over it. So I guess uh, uh, the debate still could rage on a bit here. Data the next couple days, pretty slow. Earnings pretty slow as well. That's where I do wonder uh, what this market's gonna need. Uh, the problem I see for bulls to some extent here is a little bit of a news flow issue. You know, we did get that relief rally in March after the hike where it was a sell the rumor, buy the news of the first hike. You know, we mentioned Boeing today, which has the stock specific thing going on. But companies that are rallying today and leading the way, people have hated lately. Netflix, Etsy, things that still have that COVID bubble popping energy that has been purely downward. That's where I'm uh, of the thought that we're, you know, we need to see a lot of follow through here, Nate. I think that um, you still have this whole other issue of the slowing growth from the COVID era that is somewhat separate from inflation as far as it goes for revenue for these companies people have been selling. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, or you know, Oracle's earnings w was, were pretty they nice, were and you're yeah. right. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, I thought that was pretty solid given the environment that we're in. Um, so there might be pockets within tech that are doing well. We've seen that within cybersecurity, for example. We saw, you know, some really positive reactions from Palo Alto and, and the like. Um, so, the the problem here, I think, for the bulls also is, and, and by the way, guys, if you know, for those that are bearish and and they've been doing well and they like to trade uh, to the downside on these types of markets, you do have to respect the potential for these counter trend type rallies, which we might be in. But you know, Oliver, what I'm looking towards is when you get to the back half of June, seasonality is not that great, and then. I think more of my concern is going to be as we get to the back half of June and early July, we're going to kind of be in that um, uh, earnings warning season potentially. And we've already seen several companies come out and do that. And, and quite early, we saw it with Snap. We saw it with uh, S&P Global. They basically withdrew guidance. And we're starting to approach that period where if companies are going to be warning uh, about what's coming up in this quarter, uh, we're likely going to be hearing about it in a couple of weeks. So we got to keep that in mind. So. Um, yeah, tread lightly, uh, whether you're going long or short, if we're in a, in a counter trend rally here. Okay. I'd like the point about uh, being aware of potential for counter trend rallies if you're short. To me, uh, the, the short trade mindset, I mean, you can fade the rallies at technical levels you think are compelling, but you could also just wait till we break to new lows and trend continues. That's been a pretty good trade in the stuff as it breaks lower, just following it in trend. And we're not too far off. I mean, the way we've been swinging at this VIX 30, Kevin, basically means that uh, you could just be a day or two away uh, from those very low lows. Uh, you've also got uh, a lot of silence in BTC today. My risk on indicator isn't exactly joining the party, so I'm waiting for that one, too. 
I would agree with you. Yeah, I, I mean, a 30 VIX still doesn't just, uh, it doesn't sit well with me if I'm in the bull camp. Let's just say that. Yeah, that too. You'd yeah. like to see this unravel a little bit more today. You would like to see another uh, maybe three, four, even five points going back down, going back down to that 25 level. I think that would provide a little bit more confidence. I think Nate is exactly right here. We have some earnings, you know, coming up here in the next month, month or so here. So we're going to have to keep our eye on that. And unfortunately, Oliver, you know, we had this conversation. You know, if you're in the bull camp, you want to see bad data. Data now, and that's you know that's never good because we don't know how far this is going to take us when it comes to these rate hikes. If we overshoot or if we undershoot, so unfortunately we're going to be finding and looking at a lot of this uh, high frequency data that we may not have counted on so much in the past. They might be really critical here in the future, and that's going to provide us a lot of volatility in the marketplace. And Nate's exactly right. Try to employ some uh, strategies out there to be able to hedge yourself either to the upside or downside because uh, it, it, if you're looking at the chart, the downside doesn't look like it's going away anytime soon at this point. Seems like uh, both sides really need to have evidence build, uh, uh, you know, just like we got with the CPI print last Friday. The market had been basically uh, in this kind of lukewarm state, trying to straddle the line, ride the fence. As soon as that CPI print came out, bam, new information that then led to a huge sell-off, continuation of downtrend. Uh, so now we look for something here, once again, where you're having a pretty good fight put up by the bulls here. Uh, but uh, both sides need a little bit more. All right. Uh, thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Nate. Good convo, guys.